and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. We invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. Lord, indeed, Your grace changes everything. No matter what our past had been, because of Your grace and mercy, today and always, we can live in faith with the fullness of hope that we have in you. We thank you and we praise you. We praise your name forever. Amen and amen. Hello everyone. Welcome to our morning devotion. We will continue this week's brief series from Ephesians 4. Pull out your Bibles and let's read together. Please go to Ephesians chapter 4 and we will read verses 4 to 5. There is one body and one spirit just as you were called to the one hope that belongs to your call. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. This is the word of the Lord for us today. And I remember reading that, those verses. I remember many years ago, when I was in elementary, elementary until high school, there were different groups of friends who would hang out and always be together. Uh, there was a variety of things that my classmates and I would get into. These things drew us together. It could be anything from toys, uh, clothes, music, and, and school clubs, and so many others. There was always something similar or common we had that brought us together in one group. Different groups had different things. The different things on occasion were highlighted and brought a wedge between groups. Yet, you know, at the end of it all, the one thing common we all had was we were part of the same school. Sadly, I and some of my classmates often never thought of that and just looked at all the natural and material things we had that we thought brought us together. The last couple of days, we looked at our common calling and how we are urged to live in a manner worthy of such call. We saw how uh, we are connected to the same body and spirit. Today, we will look at the other things that we, the church, as God's people, have in common. Uh, the verse talks about us being called to one hope, a hope that belongs to our call. Hope by its very nature is future-oriented. It is something in the future we look forward to, something we hold on to like a promise of better things. But how could we have the same hope? You know, what in our present lives bring that common denominator? We have to go further back in our lives to see a bigger picture of what truly should draw us and keep us together. I want to read from Ephesians chapter 2. Verses 1 to 2. And you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience. Friends, we all have a common past, dead in sin. This is the one equalizer we as Christians should all remember. We were all sinners without excuse. The Bible says, for all have sinned, and fall short of the glory of God. You know, too often we look at the past and uh, compare our lives with someone else's. We see the differences. We sometimes end up feeling much better or much worse. But you see, the only yardstick we are to use when we look at our lives and that of others is the fact that we all have the same past in the eyes of God. We cannot compare our past with another person's past and come up with the same measure. We need to look at our lives and our past purely on the basis of how God sees sin. When seen in that light, none of us can truly measure up. 
There is, uh, you know, there's no past worth shouting or raving about. It is all filthy before God. Because of our sinful nature, we are all capable of the biggest atrocities in life. Because of that, we can look at one another in the same light and with the same grace. I hope, regardless of what you see other Christians do, we will always remember we all have a common past. A past that left on its own is very abominable in the eyes of God. May this truth cause us to be more gracious to the people around us. We're going to continue reading in Ephesians chapter 2. And this time, we're going to read from verses 4 to 5. But God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which He loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved. Another thing we need to remember, we all have a common salvation through faith in Jesus Christ. We do not just have a common past. Our salvation or the new life we have is all only because of the same great love that was lavished on each one of us. We tend to look at how we live now and often gauge others on the basis of many things. It's like a criteria for living or of being righteous. We tend to look at their seeming commitment or lack thereof to the things of God, and we measure their worth on that basis. When we look at people that way, there will never be a fairness to it. Some will measure up, some won't. And we will always look at them using the wrong lens. Worse, we will see ourselves on a higher plane than we ought to. Part of the reason some events, such as an election, could be so divisive among Christians, I realize, is because some of us could use the wrong lens when we look at one another during election season. If you will look at what ultimately is our common denominator, then we will realize we do have the one thing that can truly keep us together. The same faith in the finished work of Jesus on the cross. The sacrifice that was made for you is the same sacrifice that was made for everyone else around you. Even that person who posts everything you disagree with online. May this truth teach us to extend grace and walk humbly with the rest of the body of Christ. We're going to continue in Ephesians 2 verses 6 and 7. And raised us up with Him and seated us with Him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages He might show the immeasurable riches of His grace in kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. You know, we all have a common eternal hope and inheritance in Christ Jesus. We saw we have a, you know, a common past and we were all dead in our sin. A common salvation that enables us to live the kind of freedom in Jesus we have today. You see, what Jesus did for us does not only give us the kind of life we have today, but it also secures a future for us. Common past, common uh, salvation and a common future that it secures for us. Our ultimate hope is eternal. It is not just anchored on the lives we live in the present. It is ultimately anchored on the future that Jesus promised for us. Our lives have to be founded on this. Otherwise, we will hold on to things in the natural that seem to provide the kind of hope we want, but is only an alternate hope that can never truly deliver. At best, temporal deliverance. You know, the phrase, uh, hope springs eternal, refers to our human ability to keep hoping, to keep trying in the midst of great odds. In the natural, we see that. We say, try and try until you succeed. But you see, 
the reason our ultimate, our ultimate hope should be anchored in the finished work of Jesus is the fact that do not need, uh, is the fact that we do not need to keep on trying. This hope is secure. There is a guarantee of a future we haven't got. An inheritance does not, that does not fade. One that is not perishable, the Bible says. And to that truth, we anchor our hope. Here's my question. What are the things in your life you tend to secure your hope in? Your job? A coming promotion? Your children's education and future? Or the government? Friends, I hope we remember today the true reason we can have a hope that is secure. Jesus died and rose again. Everything we believe in is not for nothing. There is a basis for it. A basis that will stand until the rest of time. The kind of life we live here will have bearing for all eternity. As Bible scholars say, the already but not yet. Thus, we continue to live life here in a matter worthy of God's call. Keeping the unity of the body, holding on to that which is our common ground. Only Jesus can truly secure a future hope for us. May the knowledge of this truth keep us living and giving our best in this life, despite the odds, because our hope goes beyond the grave. Let us pray. Lord, thank you. Thank you for the hope we have in you, for your grace that saved us from a life dead in sin and brought upon us the salvation only Jesus brings. Lord, we are forever grateful. May we learn to live as your children, focused on that which keeps us together. Indeed, what keeps us together is much greater than anything that can draw us apart. Teach us, Lord, to live this truth every single day. Amen and amen. Why don't we worship God again? Sing with the heavens oh, 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 how great is your love We sing with the heavens Oh, oh, oh how great is your love How wide, how deep we sing
As we end this morning, let me quote this benediction from 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 11 and 14. Finally, brothers and sisters, rejoice, aim for restoration, comfort one another, agree with one another, live in peace, and the God of love and peace will be with you. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Have a great day, everyone. God bless you. Thanks for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch these messages live every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.